0: You live well, stay well, while keeping pace with today's rapidly changing healthcare environment. That's Summit Medical Group. And now it's time for SMG Radio. Here's Melanie Cole.
1: Cervical cancer screening with a pap smear has been an essential part of a woman's routine health care for many years. However, the guidelines seem to be changing a bit, and the test we've relied on for so many years now may be an adjunct to the HPV test. My guest today is Dr. Ann Ricks. She's an obstetrician and gynecologist at Summit Medical Group. Welcome to the show. Dr. Ricks, what is the current guidelines for screening a woman as of now for cervical cancer?
0: Well, Melanie, thanks for having me on your show. I appreciate it. Um, So the most recent guidelines for cervical cancer screening that have been put out by the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists and the American Society for Clinical Pathologists and Colposcopists, they divide the uh, recommendations into age groups. Um, And I will say this is for most healthy women. There are some different guidelines if a woman has HIV, uh, if she's been exposed to Diethylstilbestrol or DES in utero. Those those are completely different scenarios. Uh, this is just kind of run-of-the-mill healthy women. Um, under start, they recommend starting uh, Pap smears at age twenty-one. So before age twenty-one, really no woman should be having a Pap smear. Um, again, except for some exceptions. Um, so between twenty-one and twenty-four, uh, recommend um, just a Pap smear screening. There's no reason to do HPV testing in between 20, age 21 and 24, because honestly, um, 80% of people who've ever been sexually active get H- HPV, and it tends to be a lot of young women, and so we get a lot of positive HIV, uh, HPV tests, um, and so for that reason, because it's so ubiquitous and most women will clear it, we don't recommend testing for HPV between 21 and 24. Between 25 and 30, pap smear, and an HPV test if there's an indeterminate result, And then after 30, we were recommending a pap smear and an HPV test together because HPV is less common after age 30. And if if you have HPV after 30, it's more likely to hang around and cause problems. Um, So we recommend ages 30 to 65, a pap smear and an HPV test together. After after age 65, really, unless you've had a a high-grade pap smear or um, cervical lesion in the past or cervical cancer, uh, don't recommend continuing pap smears after 65, and if you've had adequate screening up to that point, um, it doesn't need to be continued. Uh, you're more likely to get false positives and have to follow up uh, on results that are kind of like, oh, "I know this is just a false positive," but you still have to follow up on it, and do some extra um, extra testing. Um, as far as the frequency of the pap smears, which I think that's the part that uh, people are, um, you know, it gets a little controversial, I guess. Because uh, so for so many years, it's been drilled into our heads, you need to get your pap smear every year, um, because pap smears have really decreased the um, the rate of death from cervical cancer dramatically. It used to be one of the leading causes of killer, uh, leading um, killers of women in the world, and still is in some parts of the world. Um, but in the United States, it's almost uh, it's about 10,000 deaths from cervical cancer a year. so It's very uncommon now because of the screening that we're doing, um, because... But now with the HPV test, as we understand more about the natural history of HPV leading into cervical cancer, um, we really don't need to be doing pap smears every year. The guidelines say it can be um, for the women who are age 21 to 29 um, every three years if the result is normal. Um, And after age 30, if you're doing the HPV test along with the pap smear, it can be up to five years. Although I will say personally in my practice, I still stick with that three year. a uh, three-year interval. I don't go to the five years. I like to do three years, just because the, the studies that were done compared annual pap smears to three years, and then they compared three years to five years. And I said, oh, it's all the same. But for me, the doing pap smear every year is the gold standard that we compare to. And so doing it every three years, I know that those are equivalent. So I, in my practice, do every three years. But the, uh, the guidelines say that you can wait five years for women over 30 with a normal pap smear and a negative HPV test.
1: Dr. Ricks, do women are they are they the worried well who say three years seems even too long? I know that there are these other tests, but I'm still nervous.
0: Absolutely. So I will. I do offer to my patients because health insurance companies do pay for a Pap smear every year. Still, um, I will offer the option. I will explain what the guidelines are and say that we see the same rates of cervical cancer prevention by doing Pap smears every three years with fewer false positive um, results, fewer unnecessary interventions. But if you feel more comfortable, we'll do it. Um, and most women are happy to have the choice and not feel forced to forego a screening test that they've had for, they've been told for, for so many years, it needs to be done every year. Um, I think it's important, but it, um, you know, it is important to understand, too, that there are, you know, with screening tests, that there are risks to doing it more often. The more often you do it, again, you're, you may find you get false positives that require interventions, um, which those aren't, you know, sometimes that can lead to a lot of procedures. So it's not necessarily a benign thing to do more screening than necessary. But I think it should be uh, up to the woman if, um, you know, either if insurance covers it or if she's willing to pay out of pocket for it.
1: Are we seeing a change to this HPV test as the vaccine, which can only be given really up to 26 years old, becomes more prevalent?
0: The HPV vaccine, well, the first one, the quadrivalent, um, protects against two high-risk strains of HPV, which those are the ones that can eventually lead to cervical cancer, um, and two low-risk strains, which are associated with genital warts, which are unpleasant, but not really part of you know, this discussion. Um, there was a more recent one of, oh, my gosh, it's, really, it's new. I think it's of a nine-valent uh, vaccine that protects against more of the high-risk strains of HPV, um, but there are dozens of high-risk HPV strains out there. They're less common, but we don't have a vaccine to protect against all of them. So right now, we are not recommending any change in screening recommendations to women who have been vaccinated against, the H- against HPV versus women who have not been vaccinated because we don't. Uh, there's still a lot of those other strains out there. And we also don't know, once we start vaccinating against some high-risk strains, it could be that some other high-risk strains may become more prevalent once the um, vaccine is more widespread and there's um, less prevalence, the strains that are protected against.
1: So then what do you want women to know about HPV testing and how often that will happen as compared now to the pap smear and what should they be worried or looking for?
0: Well, I want to to say first that even if we don't do a pap smear every year, it is still essential that women go to their gynecologist every year for an annual well-woman exam is that, well, a woman exam isn't just the pap smear. It's getting a chance to speak with the doctor, addressing concerns. You know, it's important to have a breast exam every year um, and also to have a pelvic exam, even if we don't do the pap smear, still looking inside the vagina, looking at the cervix. Sometimes we are able to pick up on um, some things, you know, you can't see inside yourself. So sometimes we can see we can see things a woman may not have been aware of um, that we catch at an annual exam that otherwise, if it had gone longer, could cause problems later. Um That's the the first thing I want to say. It's very important that a pap smear every three years does not mean you go to the doctor every three years. We still want to see you every year. Um, I think, as far as HPV testing primarily, um, I think most physicians, at least the ones that I've spoken to, are still doing this, you know, the pap smear and HPV testing for women over 30, um, you know, every three years or every three to five years if it's normal. There is. an algorithm for primary HPV screening, I don't really know too many um, physicians that are using that, um, but it is that uh, you would do the HPV test first, um, and then, you know, you could then do a pap smear after that if it's abnormal. Um, it's a newer recommendation, and it's not one that I know a lot of people follow, so I really actually can't speak too much to it, um, but it is another option.
1: So wrap it up for us, for women. And you've given us such great information because it can be a little confusing for women about these guidelines and cervical cancer, pap smear, HPV. So give us a good wrap up as an obstetrician gynecologist, what you really want women to know.
0: Um, That cervical cancer, it is almost all cases of cervical cancer are due to the human papillomavirus. Um, As I said, the Human papilloma virus is sexually transmitted, but it, it uh, 80% of people who've ever been sexually active get it at one time or another. Men don't even get tested or screened for it because it doesn't cause them the problems that it causes women. Um, so I think there's a lot of anxiety about getting a having a positive Pap smear, having a positive HPV test, um, which I really want to put uh, for women who do get uh, who do get positive results. But it is extremely common um, to get this and most of the time with the positive HPV test, women cleared in you know two to three years, even a like a low-grade abnormality on a pap smear, um, most of the time the body clears that on its own and we don't need to intervene. It's only when HPV virus hangs around for a long time does it lead to cervical cancer. Um, and we're talking from getting HPV to when you get cervical cancer. on only order to 15 to 20 years. So it's important to get done. But even kind of this, if you get an abnormal result, it's not the end of the world. It doesn't mean you have cancer. It's just a good, we know women that we need to screen a little bit more closely. Um, but it's, it's so important to get it done, you know, within those three to five years. And it's so important to see your doctor every year to discuss other health issues.
1: Thank you so much for being with us today and clearing that up, Dr. Ricks. You're listening to SMG Radio. And for more information, you can go to summitmedicalgroup.com. That's summitmedicalgroup.com.